0: You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy. Well, welcome to another edition of Dummies on the Dirt Clod, where I enjoy highlighting some of the stunts from all the stupid people on this dirt clod out in space. I'm Eric Lane, and uh, by the way, uh, this is just a microcosm of my other podcast that i do with two episodes each week in st eric lane's stupid world be sure and check that out i got a lot more tales of stupidity and it comes out twice a week we have a midweek bonus episode every wednesday featuring the weekly insane news in review and of course the genius awards that highlights the dumbest stunts of the week the regular episode on the weekend drops every saturday and it features a little more stupidity with me and my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerro, which you will hear later on in the next segment. So search it out, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World on your favorite podcast player. And subscribe if you want to. You can also hear the latest episode of this every week on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. And don't forget, you can get real-time updates with links to some of the stupid stories by joining the Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World Telegram channel. Just uh, And Telegram is kind of a nice private messaging service. I, I like it, frankly. Uh, you can get a preview of the channel and download it, uh, a little download button, at uh, the website t.me slash insaneeriklane. That's the letter t.me slash insaneerik. Again, preview the channel, download the Telegram app to your device, desktop or mobile, and of course, be sure to, you know, rate the podcast that you're listening to now, because this is five-star dummies that we're talking about here, like this from a California car dealership. This is, well, let's just say it's very bad employee behavior and very good customer service. Okay, Sometimes, you know, things do go wrong and you end up in a better place than when you started, right? Happened to a guy in California at a California Chevy dealership they let this customer trade in his 2001 C8 Corvette for a brand new 2022 model. Right. This was because a mechanic was caught driving his car at 148 miles an hour in a street race. Now, the 2021 car was dropped off just to have a spark plug fixed. It's Just a routine affair. However, the mechanic must have had visions of Mario Andretti? I don't know. He got caught up racing the car due to the vehicle's performance data recorder valet mode. It records the joyride on video. Of course, you know, anytime that you're going to do something stupid, make sure that you can get it on video. That's always the best part about it make sure that, that uh, you know, and of course, I'm it on social media. That's the next thing that people mostly would do. But in any case, to make up for this employee's rather dumb mistake, and this dummy who did this, the uh, dealership's owner decided to offer the car owner an upgrade to a 2022 Corvette. Taxes included. How do you like that? Now, no word whether or not this mechanic still has a job. But, uh, I don't know what it is with guys and you know, doing dumb things with cars. I mean, look, I guess you would treat your own car better than if um, somebody else would be treating your car. You know, obviously this guy didn't care about the Corvette. He was going to go out and take it out to a street race, you know. And if you rent a car, you probably treat it a little better than your own car too, right? So a guy in Madison, Wisconsin was driving around in his rental car. And he decided, I want to try a few burnouts in the hotel parking lot. Of course, you know, why not? You're in a rental car, you're in a hotel parking lot, what do you want to do? Let's try some burnouts. Unfortunately, though, he spun his tires just a little too long, and the back tire caught fire. Then the flames spread to an SUV that was parked right next to him, and that also happened to be a rental vehicle. Yeah, and it caught fire. The guy goes into the hotel to grab a fire extinguisher, but couldn't find one. So by the time the firefighters got there, both cars were a total loss. But no word on whether the drivers of the two cars opted to get the insurance. (laughs) You never think about things like that, you know? Well, we're getting into, um, uh, you know, um, the bizarre. Whenever you're now starting to base your makeup on breakfast cereals. I mean, the cosmetic company, they're putting out this new makeup line. And it's inspired by, are you ready for this? Pebbles cereal. Yeah, the Fruity Pebbles and the Cocoa Pebbles variety. We got lip oils. We got lip gloss. We got brush kits. We got highlighters. And two 18-color eyeshadow palettes. Uh, We got one for the Fruity Pebbles and one for the Cocoa Pebbles. Okay, now the Fruity Pebbles products are obviously more colorful and rainbow-inspired. The Cocoa Pebbles have much more earth tones, you know, darker and warmer tones. But uh, while they may smell like breakfast cereal, they are not edible, which to me seems like a missed opportunity. But, okay, so I guess that's interesting. I don't know. You can smell like a breakfast cereal when you put on your makeup. But other than that, there's really no way that anybody would know you're wearing Pebbles makeup. Unless, of course, he saw the packaging and watched you put it on. But the product, by the way, will run you anywhere from $8 to $22. And you could pick it up at your local Ulta store or Revolution Beauty. <laughs> of course, that, to me, I guess it would kind of defeat the whole purpose of makeup to have it be edible, you see. I mean, but it would be a little cool if, you know, you didn't have to. Remove your makeup at night. Just go to your dog or your significant other and say, "Hey, can you lick this off for me?"
1: I almost feel bad for doing a um, an insane world podcast this week because it's. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's just too. It's you're pouring water in a drowning man right now. I think, right?
0: Oh no! Well, is that why you're pancho guero on the rocks today?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I figured um could use, well, it sounds like a nice, like, you know, imagine a restaurant, then you, you see a nice cocktail menu, and you, you see the Pancho Guero, and you're like, oh, you know, that sounds pretty good. I think I'll take one of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, you might need one by the time this uh, episode <laughs> is over.
1: I, you know, I I actually do tonight have some um, a, a little glass of tequila right now on the side, so I'll I'll imbibe while uh, while you all probably wish that you were at this point with uh without how insane it's been. <laughs> Man, it's gonna be a good
0: show this week, isn't it? <laughs> I,
1: I will assure you that it may start off, you know, about right, what you'd expect, but it goes down south pretty quickly and it stays there. <laughs>
0: Well, no, th- th- What what's happening this week, we've got here <laughs> in, in central Pennsylvania, we have Grange Fair. You know what that is? Uh, no, I don't. Well, it's where everybody, it's kind of like the county fair, but in this case, this has been going on for 147 years, and people have got their places that they put their tents. It's like a family heirloom. You have your own little piece of real estate that... You get to put your tent on, and it's passed down from family to family. So it's like your grandfathers and grandmothers have had this spot to camp at the Grange Fair, and now you get it. And I, people, I guess you're out of luck then, huh? Yeah, yeah, really. And 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 people literally move out of their houses. I mean, we're talking couches, refrigerators, lamps, fans. They move out of their house, and they move into these tents. It's like a tent city all for a week in a little town called Center Hall, Pennsylvania. And that little town goes from about 700 people to 7,000 people in just a matter of
1: days.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Imagine,
1: like, if if Jesus was born in Bethlehem because they had to go to the Grange Fair. And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like, just imagine reading that instead like oh there's a census yeah no there's a grange fair you had That's you had to. to go you know
0: <laughs> well i mean and they're all coming to show their cows and goats and chickens and all that kind of stuff and there's you know the carnival <laughs> rides and all that kind of stuff you know but they got some pretty good concerts there too and if that isn't enough on top of that is this is move-in week for penn state university Oh, so, um, that's
1: right. I've got a cousin who's going to be moving in uh, to Penn State this week.
0: Yeah, so don't even go into downtown State College. You're just taking your life in your own hands, you know?
1: <laughs> and, oh, yeah.
0: Unbelievable. I mean, and, and you know, you got the traffic snare up. I mean, you go from where we live to downtown State College, and suddenly you're in midtown Manhattan or something, you know? try. People are walking across the streets in traffic bumper to bumper. You know, it's enough to get everybody just all work. My, my wife hates going to state college during the time the students are there. Oh, so, well, you know, you
1: could send your son down there if he's still thinking about going to Florida. And it might give him a, a small taste of what it's like down here on a normal day.
0: Yeah, really, on a little microcosm. But, I mean, really, it, it'll stress you out, you know, to to, to – to go down to, to Downtown State College, it, it, and plus parking is at a premium. you got to find a parking garage, and it's all this kind of thing. It's almost as stressful as, well, uh, an argument at a church.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think there's a lot of um, people that, you know, look forward to or, or, you know, get into arguments at churches, but not, not everyone actually turns out this way. So th- this this is pretty crazy. Um, There's a gun. I, I, I read the headline. I was like, okay, I've got to hear this because it just sounds, the contrast is pretty good. Uh, there's a gun that went off in an Alabama church as a man tried to disarm a 58-year-old woman, which wound, it ended up wounding them both, the police said. Now, Linda Walker, she enters the sanctuary of Amity Baptist Church in Mobile with a gun after... Uh, services ended there, and so. Uh, now, this is what the officer Katrina Fraser told AL.com. So, Walker aimed the, the weapon at the unidentified man and another person, Fraser said. And when the man tried to take the gun away, it went off, sending the bullet through Walker's right arm and into the man's right leg. Now, both were brought to the hospitals with injuries that were not believed to be life-threatening. After her release, Walker it, well She'll be taken to jail on charges of domestic violence and lack of a pistol permit. uh, Frazier said now only a few people were in the church's sanctuary at the time of the shooting. Uh, Thankfully, Deacon Thomas Young told um, WKRG TV that other members of the congregation were in the back of the building when they heard the gunshots (laughs) they're actually preparing for the church's hundredth anniversary celebration, which was called off after the shooting. Now, (laughs) <laughs> I don't really know if there was much of a motive behind this. I'm wondering like, what what was going on and down be- between these people for that. But when you say yeah. domestic violence, I'm almost thinking that this was, I don't know, a, uh, I guess I don't know the name of the, the victim either, but I kind of was expecting them to have the same last name, if you, if you catch my drift. I'm not sure. Though. Um, now, the, the reverberate says, we were supposed to be having a glorious time today, but, you know, the devil's busy. And uh, he says, you can't even go to church and have a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is why you can't have nice things.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but you, like, I, I love, like, I love candy. I love sweets. Um, and, and especially like the, the crazy, like the crazier you get, the better. So, you know, Willy Wonka. Yeah. And, and kids with Willy Wonka, that, that sounds like a good time, right? It's like a lot of fun. Um, some kids grow up, well, they still love Willy Wonka and, and, candies and things so if you're an adult kid getting married and you want to live out your fantasy you know you think that you're getting married you're like all right my fantasy we're gonna we're gonna get freaky here right yeah Yeah. this is close your eyes and picture this you're like all right we're gonna get the honeymoon suite in this nice hotel where all of your fantasies come through you know you know the kind of hotel i'm talking about the kind with lickable wallpaper what (laughs) <laughs> so there's this hotel in the uk and i'm not kidding It it will soon be offering stays in a willy wonka themed room and i'm surprised they're even doing this after the times of covid but you know yeah. what it's got lickable wallpaper <laughs> this is happening at the chocolate box which is a, it's a chocolate themed hotel in Burnmouth. uh now it's like on the southern coast of england a little about like a hundred miles or so southwest of london so if that means – I mean, if it means anything to you, I, I'm not really sure myself. But now, in addition to the lickable wallpaper, you get a variety of it, – it, well, it comes in a variety of fruity flavors. <laughs> I should also add, though, there's also a chocolate fountain with fruit and marshmallows for dipping. That sounds pretty wholesome, right? Uh, you got bowls of candy that can be restocked at no extra charge. That wow. sounds dangerous. Yeah. And the room key even looks like a golden ticket so that's oh. that's got some that's a nice flavor text for you there if you yeah. um get that now you, you can also take a bath in chocolate if you want to so um oh. uh, You know, I'm almost saying, when else are you going to get the chance for this, right? I don't know. If if you want your fantasies to come through on your honeymoon, though, you got to get the chocolate bath, right? (laughs) Um, And and, uh, let alone, I guess, the the Willy Wonka edible underwear. (laughs) I can't (laughs) imagine what weird, uh, you know, uh, they had to cut that part of the movie, I guess. Uh, Now, surprisingly, this whole thing is actually not that expensive to stay here. Not like what you think. It's only about two hundred seventy-seven dollars a night. Wow. So, which isn't that bad for the night of your life. know, <laughs> there's these chocolate baths, though. If you want to get that, it's going to be an extra two hundred eight dollars per bath. Wow. Um, now, <laughs> and I'm not sure if you want to, you know, leave the chocolate in there and try to get two dips in the one <laughs> bath. I'm not sure if that'll work very well. <laughs> now. The, uh, by the way, the, the lickable wallpaper, it, it is changed between guests. So, <laughs> well, lick I, away, my friends. Uh,
0: well, we do have so some, <clears throat> some asked poncho questions.
1: I, I've got one from Carlos here. He says, Now, I can kind of relate with this one just a little bit. He says, My neighbor has like 10 cats. And so sometimes they're in my backyard hanging out. I will say, I'm going to pause here, Carlos. I uh, almost on a nightly basis here, I've got. A, a cat at one point in the night running past my backyard security camera. And I'm looking in the morning and I say, yep, oh, there's a cat. Sometimes <laughs> just like a week ago there, I see we, we sometimes get an armadillo that comes around or a possum or a raccoon. We get, I, I get everything in my backyard. And yeah. so I see this possum kind of, you know, making his way back by, by the porch and, and down and, and around the side. And I see this cat also just about 10 feet away, just chilling back there, just sitting down watching the possum. And I was like, wow, look at this wildlife in front. Like I could, I could join one of these animal planet kind of like discovery channel Mm -hmm. shows just from my backyard. And, um, but I get a lot of cats and I I send my dog out there. He's a herding dog, a Sheltie. And so I just say, you want to get the cats? And he, he goes crazy. And so we will go out there and herd the cats back and forth. Won't know what to do if you caught one, but he keeps the cats out at least for the most part. Now, I'll jump back in. He says, it, it, it's a problem because they're defecating on my property. I'll pause again there. I have stepped in cat poop on multiple times in the backyard, uh, and no poop putt. is worse than cat poop. Thankfully, yeah. it was in my shoes, but i okay. that means whenever I wore my shoes, it tracked uh, around the smell of cat poop. And again, yeah. no smell and poop is worse than cat poop. Right. Now, Then she has the nerve to tell me to power wash the back of my shed that faces her house because there's too much moss on it. Can you believe the nerve? I can't. You should gather up all the cat poop and smear it on the back of your shed and make, (laughs) make her look at it or well, actually no, you probably shouldn't do this. Don't don't nail uh, one of the cats to the back of the shed. But, but I would say forget about her, man. Those cats. I get it. I get it. I, I used to be a cat person. Now I'm a dog person. And so get a dog, release the dog on the cats and let the, let the dog hurt all the cats back into her yard where they poop.
0: There you go. Well, or you can just take all the cat poop and smear it on the back of her house
1: yeah that's good too I, I will say i have seen on multiple occasions dung beetles rolling away the dog poop in my yard so i've got my own kind of cleanup crew i, I never pick up after my dog in the yard and i've rarely come across dog poop um <laughs> granted, my dog is only like, like about 20 25 pounds so it's not like i've got this 100 pound pound uh honcho but it, it is um you know it, get some dung beetles and maybe they'll they'll give you like a nice cleanup crew for you.
0: Nice. Mother nature's uh, a sanitation service. Oh yeah, they're great. <laughs> it's always nice to have neighbors that have cats that run around in your backyard and you got to clean up after them, you know. I don't know. Well, I don't know what's worse having to deal with that or having to deal with an entire school district where students are dressing and acting like cats. True story, folks, I'm just telling you, this is what's happening on this dirt clod out in space. The dumbest thing I've ever heard, but no, if you think your school district is getting a little, well, wonky, consider the Meade County School District. They have got this unusual situation where they've got a group of high school students Okay, High school students, they're attending school and they're acting like and dressing as cats. You're coming to high school, you're going to learn, hopefully become productive members of society, and you're dressing up every day as a cat and you're acting like a cat. This is really true. The superintendent of the Mead County School District is telling local TV station, TV that the situation is being addressed. I'd love to know how. But according to a concerned grandparent, it's an ongoing problem. And it has a lot of kids on edge. Well, it would be too. Now, (laughs) this is where it gets a little weird. Uh, The grandmother says, um, and she wants to be anonymous, obviously, but the grandmother tells WLKY-TV, apparently from what I understand, they're called furries. We have a high school full of furries. Nothing like going to high school and everybody dressing like the mascot or something. I don't know. But this grandmother says that they identify with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch at you if they don't like something you're doing. Uh, right. You're. And <laughs> this is in high school. Okay. She says it's not a new problem. She goes, I was hearing rumblings of this last year, but it really got bad when they went back to school this year. I've got two grandkids, she says that they're in school, and she goes, my grandkids they don't want to go to school anymore because they're around people that are hissing at them and scratching them like cats, and they're dressed up like cats. <laughs> and the school is trying to figure out what to do about this? To me, it's a no-brainer. I don't know. But uh, she said that um, the, the whole issue has gained attention on social media now once people begin sharing photos and videos Of the feline costumes and the behavior. She said I started getting videos and messages from kids and I said okay I'm I'm going to post this so parents know what's going on. So now the grandmother says there's a petition. They have to get a petition to end the practice that was created by students. The students have done this. It's got over a thousand signatures. Okay so somebody tell me what is wrong with this picture when you've got kids Perplexing the school district over what to do about them wearing cat costumes and acting and hissing like cats. I, I, I don't know. The, does anybody in the? Do they even have a school board? <laughs> or, or is the school board full of cats? I don't know. Any case, well, good luck to Meade County, Kentucky. That's all I got to say. I have been checking some other tweets that have been out here, too, which is pretty bizarre. But there's one of my favorite tweets, one of the best tweets I'll, I'll end this on. It's from Megan. She tweets this at um, Delosavete. That's her handle, chat handle, at Delosavete. She says, my kid asked if he could leave something for the tooth fairy. So, well, I need everybody to back me up that the traditional offering is a bottle of wine. Trust me, if you've got kids going to the Meade County, Kentucky school district, you might need a lot of wine. Anyway, if you're craving for more, don't forget my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. More tales of stupidity, twice delivered every week. The bonus Wednesday episode with the Insane News and Review and the Genius Awards with all the dumb stunts of the week. And my Saturday weekend episode with more from my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero. So search out in St. Eric Lane's Stupid World on your favorite podcast player and subscribe, of course. You can also find the most latest episode that's posted on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. Don't forget the real-time updates. Also, when you... Download and um, join the Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World Telegram channel. You can get it on your Telegram app, which is for desktop or mobile. Check it out if you want to give it a test run. T.me slash Insane Eric Lane. That's T.me slash Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And don't forget, um, if you're listening to this particular podcast on your favorite podcast app, then rate it with a five-star rating. These are five-star dumb stories here, okay? And, of course, you know, I'd take a couple of dumb reviews to go along with it. It might actually convince folks that this stuff is entertaining.